Smelter. I'm so glad that you could join us today. Today, we are going to talk about how on this road of life, we need to pack our patience. And joining me to help me in that conversation are two uh, good friends. And Lisa, it's good to have you here today. Thank you for having me. Excited about being here. Yeah. And Sue, it's good to have you back on Bridges. Thank you so much, Monica. So Sue, Thank I you. have to ask you, do you always pack your patients? I think I pack it. I just know how to unlock it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know the combination. Mm -hmm. I was doing some reading about patients, you know, in the Bible and in some online magazines and publications, and it was talking about some of the situations in which we tend or are most likely to lose our patients. And it was talking about like waiting in a long line, getting transferred from department to department, um, being tired and hungry. You ever lost your patience over any of those? You know what, Monica? I am con a lot of people consider me, and I, I know that I'm a pretty patient person. That's awesome. So a lot of those things don't bother me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But have you ever lost? Oh your yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of those things, those little minor things, don't bother me. I'll okay. tell you what bothers me right, later. All right. So the minor things you're able to kind of. Yeah. Okay. All right. Because we all have different situations and different things make us lose our patience. I saw you started to say well, something. Well, you know, sometimes other people's lack of uh, patience affects us. And, <laughs> and, you know, if we're on the road and somebody is impatient, I mean, yeah. it's, it's tragic what happens sometimes. And you never know. I'm always saying, you know, don't pay any attention. I, you know, I'm telling my husband how to drive if he's driving. Or <laughs> if I'm driving, you know, I just want to pull back because you never know what they're going through and where their level of boiling over point is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And seems like we have a lot more of that today than we used to. You know, it seems like everybody is just kind of one incident, and it could be a small incident, but one incident from just absolutely losing their patience and acting out. And when you were talking about driving, Stu, it was making me uh, smile and laugh because, you know, sometimes when I'm driving and my husband, you know, my husband is driving and we're in the car and people are doing like all kinds of nonsensical things. And I'll tell my husband, don't look at them. Yeah. Don't say anything like the kind of world we live in. I don't know something could happen. So um, people are, are it's scary. Yeah, it is. And I'm sorry to say that. I know, I know me yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. So we've got to learn, you know, the Bible talks to us about patience and how important it is for us to be patient. And yet at the same time, we live in a culture where everything is quick and in a hurry and expectations are high and it seems like emotions are really high and things just boil over the top. So today hopefully we can unpack some of that and talk about um, some ways that we can just kind of tune that down. So you were saying little things don't bug you, but yeah. what are the things that make you? Some of the things that, and, and one particular um, incident that helped me realize my impatience was waiting for my husband to rededicate his life to Christ. Mm. Oh, you wanted to be his Holy Spirit? <laughs> I wanted him to catch up with this joy of salvation that I had. I wanted him to experience the healing and delivering power of Jesus at the same time that I had. Mm -hmm. And of course it didn't happen like that. As a matter of fact, it didn't happen to many years later. Mm -hmm. And so do, through that process, oh my God, not only did I learn um, about the patience I didn't have, 
but I also became impatient with God because mm. it's like, what are you waiting for? Do something. Exactly. <laughs> and do it now. Do it. And unfortunately for me, he was like, well, let's work on you. And so it always came back to me. Isn't that how it works? Like we think that we're praying for other people and for how they need to rededicate to the Lord and how they need to get delivered from this, that, or the other thing or all of the above. And yet it's God looking at us and wanting to work within us to make us more patient. And some of the things that I'm praying about, those are important, but he wants to work with me. Has that ever happened to you? Well, I... I'm thinking primarily about a sermon that that I hear. I'll be hearing a, a wonderful sermon, and I think, oh, I wish so and so was hearing this. I'm gonna I'm gonna send him the the uh, recording of this. Mm-hmm. I, I hope she gets it. I hope she hears this. And sometimes it it just is a few days before it sinks into me. Mm-hmm. Hey, wait a minute. What did I hear? What did I hear? And sometimes it goes over me, and yeah. I have to confess yeah. that. That yeah. I'm thinking, you know. I still have but, a problem with that. <laughs> Especially if it's something I've been praying about for my husband. It's like, oh, thank you, Jesus. Yeah, I know he heard it this time. <laughs> but when I said that you trying to be somebody else's Holy Spirit, I think I did that for a long time. So I tried to be somebody else's Holy Spirit, and I would correct and instruct and do all the things that wasn't my job to do. Right. And once I stepped back, Nothing happened. I got relief, though. It's, it's it just, you know, I realized that I couldn't do that anymore. Right. And that we're no more right for doing that than whoever we're yes. praying for and whatever it is that they're doing. We're yeah. thinking that we're so right and that we just want God's best for them. And, you know, I can That's remember it. even feeling irritated when people would say, well, you know, it's all in God's timing. And so I would chirp back and I would say, well, the Bible says that today is the day of salvation. So we need this to happen <laughs> right now. That's, that's me. You know, and we think because what we're praying for and what we're desiring, because that does line up with God's will, that it needs to happen now and that other people just need to get with it and get on the Jesus bandwagon or whatever that is. And so sometimes when we are packing our patience, we think it's other people's stuff and problems when really it's not to say they don't have things that need addressing, but we've got all these things that we're not even noticing. Mm-hmm. And, and Monica, I think as wives, we have a, a difficult time with that and, and because we'll have an agenda in the <laughs> house that something needs to be painted or this door needs fixing and this. And it's really easy to keep reminding your husband of that when when we just need to be quiet because it may not get done for a while, but Mm -hmm. it usually does get done. Mm -hmm. But I think as wives and sometimes wives can be the hardest thing for um, a husband to see as a a Christian model Mm -hmm. if you're always harping on something. Right. You know, speaking to that, I had just the opposite experience. You know, I grew up pretty independent, you know, the strong mother and, you know, you're going to be independent and a strong woman. And so whenever I needed to get something done or I wanted something done, I did it. Uh Instead of waiting for my husband to take that lead or be the man of the house to take care of those needs. So in that way, I wasn't patient. (laughs) I was like, I'll do it myself. (laughs) You know, there are all kinds of ways, let's face it, to be impatient. 
there are all kinds of ways for us to give the world and give our families the message, you better hurry up. And if you don't, there are going to be consequences to pay here, whether it's that we're going to be irritated or that we're going to be angry. There are just all different kinds mm -hmm. of ways that we can express our impatience with people. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's always amazed me in all the wrong ways. You know, God is so patient with me, and yet my expectations are so high for other people. But mm -hmm. you That's better good. hurry up and That's get this right. You better, you better do this. I remember a woman years ago who her husband, she said, was not saved. I, I had not met him, but she attended the church a church where we were on staff, and so she would complain about her husband just mm -hmm. endlessly. And she would talk about how she would leave the Bible open and the highlighter right under the right, right where she wanted him to read the verse. And at this time, this was when people still listened to <clears throat> tape cassettes. So when he would get in the car, the tape cassette would be right at the part where she thought he needed it. And she was just impatient with her husband. I don't know that he got an idea at all that God was patient or loving or kind mm -hmm. because all he got were chronic reminders and nagging mm -hmm. comments. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My grandmother warned me of that. And, um, <laughs> yeah. She was a reverend before her time, and so she had gone through all that herself. And so she warned me to be the example of love and patience. Mm -hmm. Don't nag. Don't, you know, try to shove it in his face. And so what I've learned from that, though, is I pulled back so much mm -hmm that I really wasn't being the evangelist as much as I could have been mm -hmm. in the household. So I think you really have to have some balance there because I allowed a lot of things to happen that I could have really said, oh, right. you know, out of respect, do you mind, you know? So um, really need some balance there. Yeah, because I think patience doesn't mean that we just let whatever go on. Right. You know, there are times that we need to express what we're thinking and feeling and I don't think as wives or as a person that there's anything wrong with that. There's a difference in nagging someone or demeaning someone as opposed to asking them or to saying, do you mind, you know, if I step up in this area and if I do this or I'd really like to do that, are you good with that? All of those things are, are absolutely fine and necessary. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad that, that you brought that up. Yeah. You know, in terms of, you know, patience, it's... That's something that does show our families the love of God when we're patient and kind to them. It also, you know, takes place in the workplace, mm -hmm. uh, in church, um, you know, in school settings and all of those things. What are some examples that you could share with us, Sue, about patience? And well, I don't always do this, but uh, I remember uh, before Christmas, and, you know, everybody's a little crazy. <laughs> yeah. I, I made a decision before I left the house that I would be kind mm. and, and, and do a little bit and then some to the people that I ran into. It was quite interesting as I went about my errands and shopping and things I had to do. Um, I would just try to smile more mm -hmm. or thank her more or be kinder. And, and it was kind of a game. I mean... I, I tend to turn a lot of things into games, <laughs> and so if I can play a game with myself, so on this whole day that I'm I'm doing encountering with people, I'm trying to see if I can kind of be uh, uh, better to her than she or that person than they are to me, mm -hmm. just just to just to kind of see what I can do, and and if it takes a game, you know whatever, <laughs> but I don't always do that, but I think we have to pre-decide if it's not our nature to be especially nice. 
because, you know, people who are working in retail, they have a hard time. People are ugly to them. And if we can just be show, mm -hmm. I think we have to show God's love mm -hmm. in that way yeah. or else we're just like everybody else. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, it, the Bible talks about how that God knows that our frames are just dust, you know. We're not all powerful. And so many times when we're out shopping or it's holiday time or we're at work or even in a project at church, you know, there are circumstances that can be overwhelming and that can be tiring. And so we can want things just to hurry up. There are times that we can feel really helpless. And it could be something as simple as being in a retail store and waiting in a really, really long line. And it just seems like, could you ju just hurry up? Like, I have things to do. And yet, that consideration of other people, sometimes there just aren't enough people working in the store. And sometimes servers in restaurants, mm -hmm. they just have such a, a difficult time because so many people are ugly to mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes, we just tell the server, we're going to be offering a blessing over our food. Is there something we can pray with you about or pray for mm -hmm. you about? And uh, you can't be ugly. If you're going to do that, no, no, <laughs> and right. you better leave a pretty good tip too. Yes. If you're going to do that, yes. But I just think that wherever we go, that it's we're the salt, mm -hmm. and we and we're the light. And if we don't sprinkle some of that along the way, mm -hmm. then we're we're not doing what we're supposed to do. And you know, when it really comes down to it, I can only do what I can do. You have your little corner of the world. Mm -hmm. I have my little corner of the world, and all I can do is my corner of the world. And so I just think it's our responsibility as Christ followers, as believers, to sprinkle <coughs> that light and that salt amongst yeah. the people. Yeah. And that takes a concerted effort. It, it does. does. It does. It and does. I'm not perfect at this. I mean, I'm not setting myself up for this at all. <laughs> Don't think I am. I, I agree. And, and in cer certain situations, I'll do that as well. I'll look, I'll look at my environment, say this long line. You know, mm -hmm. sometimes I'll just go and I'll grab a magazine and I'll look at a magazine. And if I see somebody impatient and, you know, they're shuffling and, the, you know, I'll think, okay, What's happening with this person? Does right. this person have a cute shirt? Does this person have something? Mm -hmm. And I'll try to offer that person a compliment to kind of nice. change, yeah, mm -hmm. change their mindset for mm -hmm. that moment, help them to calm down. Because again, the line isn't going anywhere. Right. You're going to be right. there, so you might as well make right. the best of right. it. Yeah. yeah, but it takes effort. It, it takes compassion mm -hmm. to a degree to say, okay, this person is disturbed. Yeah. How can I help this person? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it takes that moment that we're just willing to kind of set ourselves aside, like to just look at the line and like it's going to be this long and it's not going to go faster if I complain <laughs> and it's not going to go faster if I fuss at the other person who might be complaining. But what can I do about this? It, you know, and sometimes it's showing God's love to people yeah. and it's acknowledging that God, you know, is bigger than whatever we're experiencing, be that a long line, be that a relational loss, all of those things that, that acknowledging God, you know, in kind of the everyday yeah. in the ordinary, because he is everywhere. He is. Mm -hmm. He is. And we're supposed to be the light. We're supposed they to be are. the soft. We are. And even the checkout person, you can imagine the stress that she or he has looking at this line. And so ah. when we get up there, hey, how are you today? You know, so are, or are you coming up there with an attitude, frowning and, you mm -hmm. know, because you were tired of standing in mm -hmm. line. You mm -hmm. know, those little things are, are beams of light right. that we can shine for that moment. Um, 
my husband is not real good at, you know, making phone calls and been put put on hold yeah. and then can't get the right person <laughs> and 30 minutes, an hour later. And so whoever gets the phone is going to get it normally. I mean, he is not happy. Sure. And so a, a couple of times recently, I've noticed him make a change. And I, I don't know if I said this earlier, I think I told you, and maybe it was on the air, that our pastor's been preaching on the gifts of the Spirit. Mm -hmm. And man, that's loaded with stuff. Mm -hmm. And patience is one of the gifts yes. of the Spirit. And for him, because he's practicing that, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm in another room, but I'm hearing him be kinder, thanking them when before he's just you know, he, he lets them know he's not happy because he <laughs> waited an hour. And besides, they don't speak his language or they mm -hmm. don't do this. And so just hearing that, that, that I think it's made a change for me, that if he can change some, then I can change some. Yes. Awesome. And, and make a difference for that other person who is doing the best they can do. They just have a job. Right. And, and, I, and doing what they can do. I think it's so good that you said that, you know, your pastor is teaching on that. And a part of that is acknowledging the word that we hear and that we know and that those things like patience and goodness, the, you know, the fruit of the spirit, that we can display that in everyday situations. Mm -hmm. yes. Because some of those situations like a long line or being really tired or hungry, you know, when we're in them and you're being transferred from department to department, there's a helpless feeling. When we're talking to someone and we cannot understand what they're saying or what they're asking of us, that can make us feel helpless and we can respond by being rude or by being mm -hmm. impatient if we're not ever present in our hearts and Don't heads. Don't think about it. That's you know, that, that this God can be at work in us and he promises that the Holy Spirit will produce this fruit in us, will produce patience, but our part is the obedience and making ourselves aware of the word and that it matters, you know, wherever we are. Yes, yes. You know, the first Corinthians says love is patient. Mm -hmm. And I had to go through a season of learning how to love that pure love, not just liking somebody mm -hmm. and saying, well, I love you in the name of Jesus kind of love, that, yeah. that real love. And I went through that season I, and I was declaring the love of God is shed abroad in my heart by the Holy Spirit. And of course, God allowed circumstances that tested that love. But I got to a point where I felt like I was truly loving people um, beyond me, beyond mm -hmm. measure. And when I think about love is patient, well, that's a byproduct of love. Mm -hmm. And so when I'm feeling maybe I'm getting a little impatient, that scripture comes to me. Love is patient. And so I want to love that person or I want to, you know, calm down in that situation. But if we say we love God mm -hmm. and we say we love his people, then we need to be mindful and cognizant of the patience that is supposed to come from that love. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes mm -hmm. we don't. Right. And to keep in mind, you know, because I know that this is something that I've seen in myself. Okay, love is patient. So am I just patient when I'm getting what I want? Or do I really value people for people? Like mm -hmm. even if they don't do the right thing or they don't say the right thing or they've disappointed me or let me down in some way, am I still able to be love is patient? Like is that still coming in and through me? Or have I given up on that because I'm not getting what I want? 
And gosh, we'd be in big trouble if oh, God man. acted like that. Hmm. Well, and, and if we got what we deserved, uh, that would be a whole different thing, too. Mm -hmm. So God is patient with us. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Anybody that's had life has had God's yes. patience on us. And, you know, we hear people say a lot, I just wish the Lord would come back today. I just wish. But, you know, he's long-suffering and he's mm -hmm. patient mm -hmm. so that others will come to know him. Mm -hmm. And we also need to think about what we can do to show that to mm -hmm. other people. Right. In its truest form. Yes. You know, that God's love is unconditional, mm -hmm. without strings, without obligation. Yeah. He just loves us. And in our hearts, as people, that's what we're all longing yeah. for, yeah. is love without conditions. But we put those conditions on, and then we become impatient when those conditions are not met. And so I think that a part of letting the Holy Spirit develop that fruit of patience in us is yielding to God and acknowledging Him in the large things and in the smaller things inside of our lives. You know, I think in this society we're so uh, bad about not loving you if you don't look like me right. or not loving you if you don't look like me. You know, maybe someone is homeless. Maybe someone is mm -hmm. so different from me. Yeah. But I think it's our responsibility not to look on the outside, mm -hmm. but to look on the inside mm -hmm. and see that person on the inside. Right. And, and, and that sounds like a cliche, but, but so many times, and I see this within our churches, mm -hmm. that if that person doesn't look like me, now they could be, you know, a... Uh, um, redneck, whatever, whatever mm -hmm. they are, but if they don't look like me, mm -hmm. I'm not going to be friends with them. Right, right. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I... Uh, and you're definitely not going to be patient with that person because you've created no. this judgment. That's right. And, and there's so, a bridge yeah. between you and that person. Yeah. And, you know, people can feel what yes, you they feel. Yeah. They, they yes, know they what you're feeling. Yes. I sometimes wonder if they're reading my mind, and that would <laughs> sometimes be bad. But, <laughs> mm -hmm. but truly, if we think good thoughts and see them as a God has created that person, mm -hmm. doesn't look like me, and that's okay. Yes. And that there can be things for us to learn from people that don't look like us, Absolutely. that don't think like yes. us, that are from different situations and backgrounds. If we'll just be patient enough to try to develop and cultivate the relationship, you know, just maybe somebody that is not even a Christian and their philosophy of life or their thoughts yes, are they don't vastly think like different. Us. Yes. They might not think like us. Yes, and so we can either just think that they're awful and be really mean to them Judgmental. and let them know that, you know, my goodness, if you don't change it up, this is what's going to happen. And, you know, there is a time for us to share God's truth in love, but we have to be patient with people. Yes. We, you know, we have to be able to say, well, help me to understand what helped you come to that conclusion. Help me to understand what that's like, or is this what you're trying to say? We have to be patient and try to open up channels of communication with people that have been brought up differently than us, that look differently than us, that we might think that we're smarter or that we're not smarter, all these things that go on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yet the call is still to be patient. And, you know, we can be the catalyst to change, mm -hmm. to transition, mm -hmm. to a changed mind, a mm -hmm. changed heart. Mm -hmm 
if we would allow our lights to shine. Mm -hmm. Again, going back to love, going back to patience. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a light that's shining. Look at your patience as a light shining, mm -hmm. a beam of light. Mm -hmm. I get the opportunity to be patient. I get the opportunity to shine right. my light. That's right. And you know, um, no one that I know of has ever given their heart to Christ over an argument on social media. Oh my gosh. I mean, who, who does that? So mm -hmm. why are we arguing? I mean, why are we not being patient and listening? And then if we actually listen to some, what someone would say, the Holy Spirit, Spirit might actually lead us to say something that would be truly helpful instead mm -hmm. of saying, well, that's not what I believe in. Because nah, 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 nah. mm -hmm. no one that I know of has ever given their heart to Christ because mm -hmm. we've been impatient or because we've been mean or ugly to them. And everyone comes to where they are from their experiences, yes. where mm -hmm. they've been raised, mm -hmm. the people they've been around, the mm -hmm. books they've read. We all come to where we are today because of, things, of our life that we've lived. Mm -hmm. And so if your life has not been exactly like mine, do I value you any less? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No. Speaking of social media, you know, there were some times when I have had to unfriend some people mm -hmm. on the social medias sure. and other times where I was about to unfriend someone and God said no. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's an area of patience that I don't think we think about. We could have some people on social media that's just getting on our nerves. They're just being disrespectful. We don't want to be bothered with and we want to cut them off. But then I would suggest that you pray first. That's right. Because for the two people that I'm thinking about, he gave me an opportunity after reading one of their posts, gave me an opportunity to have dialogue yep. with them that completely changed some circumstances. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So in that way, you know, when we're ready to cut people off or, right. you know, you're not working for me, you're working against me, that whole attitude, mm -hmm. pray first <laughs> and right. be patient. And be patient <laughs> and listen, you know, for God's yeah. response and to listen to not only to what people say, but to what they mean. And listen to what they've been through. Because sometimes people that just behave you know, in, in what we would consider to be the worst of ways are really hurting. And there might be, if, we're, if we pray and if we're patient, there, there just might be that door of opportunity that we just want to get otherwise. And I think that that's important in terms of our life, our walk, and letting God help us to be patient. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, they say that you've heard many times that hurting people hurt right. people mm -hmm. and and sometimes it's what people don't say that you learn the most from and to just give them some time mm -hmm. if we can allow some time yeah kindness goes a long way kindness it sure does is one of those gifts of the spirit it really is and mm -hmm. kindness is a part of our patience and our our walk as a christian mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. thank you sue for coming today thank you for talking thank about you. this and thank you lisa Thank you. It's been good to talk to you as yeah. we talk about how to pack our patience. You know, the Bible teaches us uh, to be kind and says that the Holy Spirit will give us the ability to be patient and to be kind to people if we will tap into that. So we'll have some resources up on the website to help you learn to pack your patience. We've got to go, but we say goodbye and God bless you. You can purchase a copy of today's show for $15. Call us at 615-754-0039 or send a check to the address on the screen. Please mention the program number on the screen. When I truly turned my heart to the Lord, He took every sin I ever did away from me. He took all the bad things I did. He took away everything that I felt like I felt short 
God is so good. God healed me. And doctors told me I would, that's, that disease was something that could never be cured. It can be controlled. The start is what stops most people, you know? <laughs> it's, it's no good to have a big dream if you're not putting yourself in motion to yes. go after that. Is that butterfly, that excitement of the new relationship, once that goes away, what you're left with, is that something that you're okay with? And once they start buying into the truth about themselves, then they can begin to change that process of change in their life. Hey friend, I'm Brooke McLaughlin, host of the Everyday Prayers Podcast, a ministry of million praying moms. And I'm here to invite you to partner with God for the hearts of your children on the daily. Our goal at Everyday Prayers is to help moms understand and pray God's word. Join us each weekday as we share insights from God's word for today's Christian mom. Tune in to the Everyday Prayers Podcast in your favorite app or by visiting lifeaudio.com.